Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. And welcome everybody, welcome everybody to my wonderland. And this is the 26th episode and they said it wouldn't last. Mind you, I don't know who they are, but I plan to make it my life's work to find out. And I will be revealing the identity of they in a future episode, so stay tuned. Anyway, I'm Jeff. I'm a musician, songwriter, comedian, an all-round human being. And as such, I've got things in my head which you need to hear all about. Now, I'm going to begin today's show by venturing briefly into what I like to call the what-if area. So there are those of us who resist having to wear glasses, And this is something that I understand very well, as I've had them myself for quite a while, and I hate the bloody things. The most concerning thing, though, for anyone having an eye test and having to contemplate the prospect of being able to see everything once again in sharp focus is this. What if it turns out that you don't really want to see everything that clearly? What if, given the state of the world and modern life, it's really just not worth it. What if it turns out that things are actually more pleasant to look at if they're a bit fuzzy? And finally, what if blurriness is bliss? So having taken a good look at that question, it's time to adjust your undergarments and settle in for theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. And welcome to Theory Time. Now today's Theory Time deals with a word we're all very familiar with, but one I've never really been able to completely wrap my head around. And that word is fashion, particularly in regards to what we find ourselves wearing, as in clothes. No, I have never really understood the concept of changing fashions in clothing over the years, but like most of us, I've just kind of gone along with it, occasionally pausing to wonder why wearing this is considered socially acceptable in a given situation, whilst that is not. And why one of history's greatest clothing creations, yes, I'm talking about tracksuit pants, are only considered acceptable at the gym, on the sofa and in the supermarket. What's that about? Look, I suppose the essence of my theory on fashion and with David Bowie's song of the same name from 1980 playing in my head as I say this, is that fashion, if you think about it, is actually a form of style fascism, which is also quite convenient from a verbal point of view, isn't it? Fashion, fascism, fascism, fashion. Hmm. Anyway, look, it's been like this for a long time, but not always. I mean, in days of old, particularly prehistoric times, I highly doubt that what a person wore was ever anything other than functional. I mean, look, clearly, you wouldn't wear pyjamas into battle, just as wearing a thick, heavy woolen coat or animal skin in the middle of a sweltering summer would and should raise a few eyebrows. But at a certain point, the idea of dressing fashionably was born, and human beings have been looking increasingly more ridiculous and uncomfortable ever since. And it seems to me that fashion in just about every area is an invitation to conformity, ironically often embraced by people who claim to be non-conformists. 
Mm. Look, I think part of human nature is a desire to conform, to fit in. And then there's a contradictory urge for us to want to stand out, but not too much. And so I think that's where fashion comes in, by providing us with an outstandingly stupid outfit and the ability to get away with it because it's in. Which, for the fashion industry, is kind of like being able to print your own money. I've got to be honest, high fashion and fashion parades featuring models in outfits that nobody in their right mind would be seen dead in have always mystified me. But not as much as the number of people out there who seem to think that any of these get-ups are a good idea in any way. Of course, it all comes down to what some influential person or group of people in the fashion business likes and then how heavily marketed that thing gets to be to millions of people with their wallets open, just waiting to be told what they should be wearing. And then there's what I like to call the time cycle syndrome, by which certain looks come back into favour after years in the wilderness, and often without warning or good reason. And so I, for one, folks, am a bit concerned about which other questionable past trends are about to return to the men's department. Platform shoes, flared trousers, padded shoulders, safari suits... Big collars? <laughs> this is what I know. Theory time. And on that terrifying note, we are going to move straight into Song of the Day. Now, in order to match our leathers and team with the theme, I've made an attempt to select a song from my extensive wardrobe of recordings, and this one touches lightly upon our Thought of the Day subject. It's from my second last album, Canvas of My Memory, and this is a track called The Way It Goes. He's on the avenue He knows just where he's going to Playing dominoes Yeah, that's the way it goes He's so neat Right down to his feet His act is so polished Never and you'll never know Just how it is at home She'll go downtown Okay, here comes the fashion references Where the sales are going down Told you There it is, nothing like a sale, right? All those shoes and clothes Yeah, that's the way it goes The kids will be dressed in the best Everybody's got to see they're bigger And better than the rest I think I wanted the song to have kind of a, a feeling of slickness about it, you know? Which does seem to team with the theme I would have thought. And as our song of the day disappears into the sunset, don't forget, you can listen to the whole track on any of the streaming services, including YouTube and, of course, iTunes. And if you'd like your very own CD copy, the CDs are available on www.jeffhealy.com. But now it's time for that infamous segment of the show, which some people have even been known to refer to 
as Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome back to Thought of the Day. Please leave your animals outside. Thanks very much. Okay, now, perspective. Perspective counts for a lot in life. It does. But if you're too close to anything for too long, it's difficult. Which explains, I think, why so many people keep that, I don't know, one perfume or cologne or even relationship for much longer than they should. And when it comes to perspective on physical appearances... Well, you know, that's something else that tends to vanish with familiarity. That brings me to the subject of aliens, as in UFOs, ET, etc. (laughs) And in particular, why they apparently visit quite regularly, but never seem to stick around. You might have heard of the SETI Institute, S-E-T-I. Now, this was established in California in 1984 to search for extraterrestrial intelligence. And, of course, it's a real thing. It's a legitimate body, you know, scientists and whatnot. And SETI has probably done more research than anyone into this particular area. And so that's your go-to source for information about all things alien. Now, I think most of us share the opinion that aliens, extraterrestrials, are probably quite different looking to humans, and that up close they'd probably come across to us as strange and repulsive. So the other day I tried to imagine what it would be like to be an alien life form, landing on planet Earth for the first time, leaving the spaceship, and seeing one of us for the first time. Well, you know, if it was me, And I'd spent my entire life up until that point living on a planet with beings who looked completely different to humans in every respect. I'd probably be repulsed, terrified and amused all at the same time. But like really think about it. How could you not be? Our physical form described to someone who's never seen anything like a human being would sound absolutely bizarre. And to a first time viewer, even the most attractive person on Earth would almost certainly look sickeningly hideous. I mean, in our vanity, have we ever considered the possibility that alien life just isn't that into us? That, you know, planet Earth is not known as planet Earth in other parts of the galaxy or the universe, but known as something more along the lines of planet Fugly? Well, the good news is that reportedly, SETI scientists have now figured this out, and so they're now searching only for aliens to whom looks aren't that important. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that was thought of the day, and we've just touched down once again on Terra Firma. And thanks so much, folks, for being with me today. Make sure you tune in for next week's exciting episode of Jeff's Wonderland. And if you haven't done so already, don't forget to push the follow button or the subscribe button. Leave me a comment. If you enjoyed the show and you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, please leave me a star rating as well. That'd be great. And please feel free to get in touch via my email, which is jeffswonderland at yahoo.com or my website, which is jeffhealy.com. So folks, I'm out of here. Take care of yourselves until next week when we shall meet again for another thrilling episode of My Wonderland. Gotta get back to just wonderland. Gotta come back to.
Jeff's 